Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Doctor Who fans, welcome back to After Buzz TV. We're talking about the Doctor Who finale tonight, the season 11 finale. Can you believe it's already here? I can't. That's right. We're talking about the Battle of the Battle of Ranksor Avkolos. Ranksor Avkolos. I may have pronounced that entirely wrong. We'll never know. But let's try to find out on tonight's Doctor Who After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ha! Let that, let that music sink in. Sink it in. It's the finale. Finale, finale, finale. Uh, welcome back! How y'all feeling tonight? I'm good. The music's pumping, so I felt like I had to do like a rock star. Like, how y'all feeling? Um... Oh boy, uh, welcome back everyone, I'm Zach Wilson, uh, we've got Zia Anderson here, we've I got guess. Dave Child here, Hi. Adrian Dave. Snow unfortunately had uh, some emergency stuff come up, she had to go take care of it, uh, send her your love and I uh, like yell at her for her thoughts I guess yeah. uh, on the finale, because uh, we want to know what Adrian thought, unfortunately she just couldn't be here tonight, uh, Miss Adrian Snow on Twitter. Uh, but let's just dive right in and start talking about this finale. Finale. Which, as I was saying in the cold open, which was only a halfway gag, uh, the Battle of Ranksor of Kolos is the title of this episode. I I genuinely don't know if I pronounced it correctly or not. Like, not a gag. I'm doing my best. I'm going to say yes, because I don't know how Um, else I would say it. Yeah, it's Ranksor of Kolos. Yeah. Everyone knows of Ranksor of Kolos. Yeah. It just blows off your tongue. Yeah. Um, But, so, I have a lot of thoughts on this episode. uh, And, chat, I want you to, like, chime in along with us. Tell us if you agree. Tell us if you disagree with how we feel. I have a lot of thoughts. But first, I want to get... Let's start with Dave. Far into the table. Usually ladies first, but I'm going to say Dave first. Dave's Dave's first. first. I feel like I'm muscled my my way to the first (laughs) most of the times. The stuff I liked about it. The stuff that I think there was kind of a nice bookending sense in this episode I'm, I, at first I kind of groaned when I saw Tim Shaw and then I was like okay I kind of like I, I, call, I called this I mean week. yeah I mean, it's You're very like, um. easy and, and if you remember last week I was like oh god I hope not but I do have to say it kind of makes sense because they tried to keep this season contained so what are you going to do you're going to introduce a villain and then have him come back even though I kind of think Tim Shaw is kind of a just a freak of a week kind of, kind of villain, they did something in this episode that I did kind of like, which is bring back a theme that has been running through the entire season that we haven't talked about as much as we've talked about the theme of family. And they brought back the theme of misplaced faith and uh, religious religious extremism. 
which has been a running theme throughout the entire season in an interesting way. And, and not, not necessarily religious extremism, but like an, um, a belief that is kind of extreme and a belief system that is kind of wrong, but keeps people going most of the villains have been coming from that it, i mean it's true like faith in in one thing or another has played a giant part in yeah. this season even the um not amazon episode right. um, we were dealing yeah complain. it's more Ker-blam. fun to call them not amazon uh, <laughs> I, I don't saying, know I just like saying <laughs> but, um but even in that you had um characters who were so like subscribe to this company and this world, and they were talking with. Uh, it is a sort of faith mm-hmm. to have to believe that your co- corporate overlords have your best interest at heart. Also taken down by a domestic terrorist who was essentially had his own system of beliefs, yeah. which felt like everyone needed to be killed in order for this lesson to be taught. Even the future racist from the Rosa Parks episode had a system of belief that he was running on. Which was future racism. Yeah, it definitely seems like it also causes just extremism on either side yeah. of whatever yeah. it is. It's just, it's the belief causes extreme behavior. Um, and that's sort of, I feel like, what the extremism is about. It's not necessarily extremism in the relationship, uh, relationship, um, I'm thinking of the last episode, of uh, faith. It's more yeah. leading to extremist behaviors. And then from there, you know, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And it's kind of it's playing off of the idea of, I think what we're seeing a lot in nowadays is a lot of uh, partisan divides over yep. very big beliefs that are sometimes people take both sides of those beliefs like too hardcore and they don't see the people in between. And I think yeah. that's kind of what they're touching upon. Yeah, like Zia. That. So what did you think of tonight's finale? It was not my favorite. It didn't. It, to me, it didn't feel like a finale. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for a bit more in that aspect. Um, I was definitely a little bit disappointed to see Tim Shaw, but I was less disappointed to see Tim Shaw than I was to see how they brought him down and how ridiculously easy it was, and I know yeah. I'll get into it. I, I mean, we'll get into it. Um, so that was just that was disappointing. I was like, all right, really? Uh, there were a couple of moments, like, and again, this was another one where I feel like Yaz felt super left out. And there was all these yeah. really nice moments between Graham and Ryan. Poor Yaz. I just, I'm feeling like she's an unnecessary character at this point. I don't want to feel that way. I like her. I just, yeah. it's the way they did it throughout the entire season. I, I You're not wrong. And we're going to delve more into that. We're going to talk yeah. about the, the <laughs> we're going to talk about the plot line. We will go more into the themes that mm-hmm. were in this episode as we talk about, as we talk about it and break it all down. Um, so stick around for all that. We, and we got Who's Who coming up. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the actors and, th- and people that popped yeah. up in this episode. Um, but it, as far as my, my thoughts, I, I feel similarly, similarly to you, Zia. Um, this episode left me wanting in a big yeah. way. Um, the, the plot of this episode, which for me, a lot of like my favorite Doctor Who stories are built around like f- fun plot lines and stories. And the... While the themes in this episode were really strong, and they did tie up a lot of things that we've been building over the season, and I like the idea of Tim Shaw coming back as a... It sort of reminds me of like what we've seen with superhero movies and comics a lot recently, mm-hmm. where we finally started to be like, there are consequences for when you do things. Like, she saves this guy by sending him back or sending him through this teleport instead of letting him just drop to his death. She saves him, sends him somewhere doesn't know where 
that has consequences. Mm-hmm. And now we see, we're seeing the do- the consequences of what the doctor has done. Yeah. In that. But the, like, what happens from there with the introduction of the Ux people and their power set and how the uh, technology that, that Tim Shaw had and combined with theirs and it can, like, condense these planets and then we wrap that up, all, like, practically right after we find it all out felt like m- classic Moffat storytelling, and, and, like, even as a fan of, like, some of his seasons, like, I don't mean that in a necessarily positive way. It reminds me of uh, the episode with um, uh, the Matt Smith episode, uh, the um, right before the 50th. I, the, I can't remember the name of the episode now. But the, where we go to where he, his grave his graveyard. Right. And we oh, see his time yeah. stream. Uh-huh. And we're introduced to all yeah. of these moving parts and stories and the concepts in the Doctor universe that we've never heard before. But it, but the Doctor knows all about and goes into at length. And then we break those rules like as yeah. soon as we learned about them. Like, oh, we can't possibly do this. And then we do it. Right. And that's the kind of... That's, so that we're, with these condensed planets, that's how I felt like it's yeah. like you introduced this also, concept just to undo it. There's also there this this episode's kind of filled with it. And I'm kind of I'm on the same page as you guys, by the way. <laughs> I just I was just talking about the positive stuff of the episode. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but, uh, and and let's now. let's let's talk about like the stuff that we liked first cuz I like I want to be positive. Like it's Doctor <laughs> Who. That's the thing. Even a bad Doctor Who episode is still fun cuz it's Doctor Who. True story. And right. I'm always having a good time. Like I'm still smiling in throughout this episode. And I still got some good laughs out of this. We still have great character moments. Moments. Can we just? Sorry, just yeah. The, let's continue talking about the stuff we didn't like. The fist, the fist bump, though, <laughs> it didn't happen. Did yes, it, it did. The fist bump the fist totally bump happened, Dave. Dave, I was so excited to talk oh, to you about that. It I was didn't even so. See it. Oh, it was so. Wonderful. I was watching it up oh, to the last amazing. minute, so I was just. I think it happened, and it didn't even resonate with I, me. I rewound it and watched it again. Yeah, Graham this goes, episode was a lot of me rewinding and double checking, like what what people were saying and rewatching. Because there's went quickly, yeah, and there was all this stuff that kept coming, and like you were talking about how compressing the planets was uh, a device that they brought in and didn't do too much. They did that throughout the entire episode. Like the planet made people crazy. What? How we didn't see that? We well, didn't we, see any of it. All we saw was like it was a device to make one guy kind of slowly give out the exposition throughout the entire episode. Besides that. There's even a moment where, like, we're going to have to maybe go crazy because we're going to use this. I'm like, great, you're bringing it back. And then nothing really happens. And then she's able to still save the day. Yeah. Even so. Like, and then she's like, oh, can be- I get those back? I have a headache. And then she she puts it back on. <laughs> like, what I would have loved to see in, the, in that moment, particularly from the doctor, is I would have loved to see her take it off. And, like, I can't, I'm not going to be able to help now. I yeah. have to put my faith in that these... Ucks will see the, the the right way. They will see the right path and will help us right. without without me. And then the doctor is like out from that moment on, and it's and then it becomes about her faith in in people, which yeah. is always the doctor's main driving force is faith in the people also, around her. Imagine how like soul crushing it would be just for even a few minutes to see the doctor totally forget who they are yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. like to totally forget any of the past doctorness that we know 
And then, oh, if it can't, suddenly came back after she put it back, and we get to have this, like, her reliving all of her lives and all of her memories as they come flooding back, that would have been beautiful. Yeah, so that's, that is something that we've seen a couple times this season, and I think Chibnall's, like, getting into his, like, rhythm yeah. or whatever. But he's introduced these really cool concepts and just didn't follow through that final punch right. that they that they needed. But anyway, let's let's talk <laughs> about the characters in this episode. Like the mm-hmm. characters and their their arcs. Like we we you're you're like this one we can almost cover too quickly. But yeah. to to I mean to if we want to get into um fist bumping. The well I was going to say um Ryan says I love you. Yeah, Ryan, says, I love you guys. Ryan gave such a cute face after he said it too. I love like, you. Don't make me say it again. He's like, you heard me the first you time. You heard it. I, I like. Also, I like how he They're brought adorable. back Granddad. It was like I called you Granddad last episode. Like, how could Is you that leave enough? me like this? Come. Oh, sorry. And I agree with him. I actually, and it's that I, I actually really like what they did with Graham in this episode. Yeah. How in the beginning when he's talking to the doctor and he's so determined and set on killing Tim Shaw. He's like, if I run into again him again, I'm absolutely killing him. And you get where he's coming from, and you also get where the doctor's coming from. To me, I guess that must be the doctor's faith in people, where she's allowing Graham to come along. And, you know, despite maybe her better judgment because of what he's planning, but she didn't put up too much of a fight. Not as much as I was expecting. I think that... She trusted Graham still. Like she was warning him, but she trusted that he would do the right thing. I it is something that's interesting. I would the doctor hasn't this doctor has not shown that full on dark side Mm -hmm. in this season. Like just didn't. Not not yet, because now the season's over. But like we never got you you had that in especially tenant. Especially Smith, like, and then Capaldi more so than the others. Like, you had those turns where you're just like, you're, you go from the levity of the doctor to the darkness that is hidden in there. And I don't think we've seen that darkness from Jody. No, and I think that's actually, I, I didn't mind the break from it, to be honest, this whole season. Like, I thought it was kind of a nice, it was nice to see her as a member of an ensemble, a member of a group. And all about family and all about it. I feel like we do get that heaviness quite often. And it's nice to bring that out. And she could have in this episode, I suppose. But I kind of I, I kind of don't mind that they're stepping away from that, uh, like, tonally this whole season. I kind of miss it. I kind of think it adds a depth and a, a – it's like a feeling. It gives you a feeling to the episodes that I feel like – or the season that I feel like I've kind of been – missing a little bit in this season just previous seasons it adds i guess a depth is a good word it just adds a depth to it that i feel like i'm getting you know what it is about this season for me to me it felt all a little bit surface level mm-hmm. more than i wanted despite despite some of the deeper tone or deeper i guess social messages they were going for but if you look outside of that it just I don't know. It was it was missing a little something for me. It was right. lacking. So off of that, I want to pose this question to both of you, and then I'll I'll say it for the chat as well. So Dave, you keep an eye on the the mm-hmm. people in check. We're watching you guys and what you're saying. We're in watching. There too. I'm um, not just looking at tweets. Here. I I'm think looking that at your chat. for me that comes down to the the question of episodic versus serialized. Like it comes back to that, and this is the only episode that's really had anything affected from another episode because of Tim Shaw. 
Right. So, so my question is, just, so, because I want to give the chat a chance to answer, is just, do, would you have preferred, did you enjoy this completely episodic season, even with this, I would still say this is a very episodic season, if with the minor callback of Tim Shaw at the end of it um, as a bookend, or would you have preferred something closer to what Moffat was doing where it was minorly serialized the last few seasons where we had two parters and like a three parter and a still had that sort of plot line that threaded through the episodes more and more directly tied things together across the 10 episodes. So I'm curious if you guys would have preferred serialized or episodic for me. Sorry, do you want us to answer? (laughs) I I feel I feel like this season actually was the right amount of serial that I want in an in a show. I tend to like super serialized shows, but I actually think they got a bit too too many two parters, too many like three parters. I like having these bits, but it still had the running. I would say there was still a running theme of. Everything that happens in the first episode is affects every single episode after that. And you saw that with mostly Graham and Ryan and how they're they're talk about their uh their loved one and their grief and it and you see that process throughout every single episode. And I like that. I, I actually liked that kind of running through line. It was much better than a lot of other episodic shows that I've seen that just like totally don't have a character built the characters changed in each episode like the relationships got closer and closer and closer and that was enough of a serial choice for me that i was like oh this could be good i don't think that was the weakness of the season i think the season had other weaknesses because it means every episode has to be super super strong if you're not having a serial yeah. feel to it so i actually like it episodic but it just puts a lot more pressure that every single episode has to be good I think it was also just for for me, and then Z, I want to get your thoughts on this too. For me, what I was struggling with was some of these episodes were great, but some of them also had hanging threads that we didn't answer. And that's the kind of thing that if we were doing a serialized story, I'd be totally fine with. I actually like it when the threads are left hanging because threads don't always, you can't always tie everything up in in, in like one storyline. But when you leave those things hanging and we never get back to them, now I feel like I'm missing something and those episodes going back feel more feel weaker than they even did when we first watched them. Uh, a lot of these episodes had those moments. Like the, they dropped the timeless child on us in episode yeah, two. And I and that. I know that everybody was like, Zach, that's not gonna be a thing. <laughs> like but they but it was written like it was a thing. It yeah. was written by these like these giant psychic m- beings that were like man- reading the doctor's mind. And in past, we've always whenever we've people have been able to see into the doctor's mind or the doctor's true past or all these things, it's deeply important mm. to the doctor. And that's what I was sort of missing when this episode started. I was very excited to see because I saw the little circles on the the Ux's cheeks and I thought they were Time Lord symbols for a moment. Mm. And I went, "Oh, we're doing some Time Lord stuff here." Uh, but at the end of it, I don't know. That they we, were just earthbenders. They were, they, they were, they were, they were earthbenders. They were very ancient earthbenders. Uh, well put, Dave. Um, Zia, so what did you think? Do you, would you have preferred a more structured serialization? A little bit, yes. Um, I, I don't mind episodic seasons. I know that there were even some of the, um, not David, not uh, Matt Smith, yeah. 
Peter Capaldi, where it was a little bit more episodic than, say, like, David Tennant. Like so, the like David his, so, like, season 10 with Bill. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I still would, like, it doesn't have to be where it's all tied together and there's one-parters and there's two-parters. I would just like maybe a thread or two of storyline, not necessarily just character building or character development. I think a lot of what was disappointing to see Tim Shaw come back in the end was that we didn't see him pop in or out of any of the other... He didn't have to be in every single one, but I would have liked to have seen maybe a little bit of something from him throughout the season to kind of make it be like at the end instead in the end it was like oh yeah he's been planning revenge but I didn't feel any of it so when it came to it it didn't feel as it didn't feel like it had any gravity it was just like oh okay well like if if Moffat had written this season like to take it back to like what like this this whole story then uh, all the bad guys that we encountered would have been manipulated by right uh by Tim Shaw. Right. Like, he would have been secretly the CEO the big bad, of Kablam. Yeah, like, just something and, like that. And I don't, and like, not, I don't think that I would particularly go with for that exact choice. No. But, but I do love, that's that's also something that I, I do love seeing in a Doctor Who has done in the past, like, where it's like, it, it feels like it's an episodic show and those episodes still stand alone. Exactly. But then they, like, get a bigger meaning when you take it, when you get to the end and, like, find out this extra piece of information. Exactly. What is the, Dave, so what has the chat said? Uh, um, they did bring sniper bots back. I will say there was kind of a weird through line <laughs> by bringing sniper bots back. Anyways, the chat has some great comments about this. Those Halo weapons. Um, yeah. Andre uh, Drew said, I do miss Serialized because it feels like it's leading up to something in the end. I wasn't mad that this season was episodic, but I hope going forward that it gets serial. While another chat from Time Lady Rose said, I want a more varied landscape instead of the flat one we got this series. Also, Morbid Encounters also wrote, I think this season is like the root of the overall Chibnall run. I think he signed for five years, in parentheses, like setting the groundwork in a book that will be built on its following seasons. So more, this is just like establishing the tone. Laying the groundwork, okay. Yeah, and the characters, and now we can build off of that and maybe it'll become more serious. That is a very, that's more, that is more of a Davies type of like storytelling. Where, like, because Tendency yeah. Years were much more episodic, but there were absolutely strings that he sort of left for him to self to to pull later. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, and maybe Chibnall's got that. Maybe we'll, in another, uh, two years, which we're going to talk about some Doctor Who news at the end to that extent, so stick around for that. Um, Maybe we'll have a completely different viewpoint on this season. Um, And the season's not technically over. Uh, that's the other thing. Is, well, it's it that is. weird. It, According this, to Amazon, the, the it is because you can't order. If you order the season, you don't get the New Year's Yeah, special. they've always treated yeah, uh, specials that. as their own thing. Their own it's thing. like its whole own season of just all the specials. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so it's it's a, it's one of those strange things when it airs this way, where it's like, yes, this is the season finale, but come back in three weeks. Yeah. Uh, like, ha- like half the time of like any other TV show's like breaks for the holidays, and we'll have another episode for you. Yeah, uh, and Did you it, guys get to see the the commercial. For yeah, the next one? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it, it. They snuck it in uh, in there for you, like yeah, right before the end of the show. It's weird. You had to like, anyways. It, yeah, um, BBC America has some weird choices with their with their. Uh, 
commercial stuff. Yeah, they Interesting. do. Interesting. I didn't get to see it. Um, if you if you if you listened to the show last season, you heard me go on a rant at one point <laughs> because they spoiled something in that little like teaser commercial thing. Yeah, when they go like, "Oh, the show's back." No, it isn't. I'm just kidding. I, we wanted you to stop uh, fast forwarding so you can actually and it watch spoiled it. Spoiled the scene. Like the next scene it's was terrible. like ruined because of what they'd shown. Um, oh, and they still do that this season. I just learned where they were and, and skipped you fast forward. Oh yeah, in the middle of the seasons where they show you like a third, like ten seconds yeah, 10 of seconds. what's going to be it, in the BBC next scene. Loves and you're like, doing it Why now. would you? Um, anyway, yes. anyway, <laughs> you can tune into those old episodes to hear my, that rant for me. We don't need to do it again. Today. Just fast forward fifteen seconds, and then when it doesn't go back to commercial, rewind a second. That's what I always do. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, anyway. Other things go so we did get some nice character development, especially yeah. between uh, with with, Gra- with Graham more than anyone else. Yeah. But Graham and Ryan mm-hmm. had, have had a nice build in their relationship. Mm-hmm. That has been the one like growing thread. But yes, to your point, like I was saying before, like someone that we could we could talk about very quickly is Yaz's character development in this episode because there just wasn't any. Um, no. she didn't. Yaz is a strong character. I think there's a lot in there. And I get potential a sense from that first episode. And I feel like her most character development was the first episode, even more than the episode that was technically about her family. I feel she like was that even was a, a background character in that episode. Yeah. Her yeah, we learned about her family and that yeah. was great and she had a wonderful moment with her grandmother, but that was really the the story of her grandmother, not her. Yeah. yeah. Um so I want to see Yaz have something to play. And I wonder if it's because they were focused on the the intercharacter dynamics between Graham and Ryan, and because she was sort of off on her own, yeah, they and, didn't really get to her. And also, Grace was kind of a through line for the whole season, which who she didn't have any strong connection yeah. to. So she just it, for a lot of for for me, it felt through a lot of the season, especially the the finale. She was just following them around. She's just running around behind them. Yeah, and, and that's kind of it. Yeah, what I would have loved to see from her, and like, hear me out on this one, because I need to get to the end of this sentence before you judge me. <laughs> I would have loved to see a romance with her and Ryan. No, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How dare you, I said, you, let me Zach. finish. You interrupted me, and now I sound like a jerk. No, <laughs> but the reason, it, for, for me, it's just because of how I like to see romances used, is that it, a, a good romance story can let characters learn more about themselves than it is about building that relationship. It's It's... By playing off of somebody else, you are forced to be introspective mm-hmm. if it's done the right way. And that's the only reason that I want to see because she didn't have anyone to play off of that way. And I don't and I don't know that her and the doctor have that relationship yet. And she and uh, Graham certainly don't, but her and Ryan were teased with that because yeah. they were old school kid, like they were school, like friends in school. So I would have liked to see, and it, maybe it was just maybe it's just a platonic relationship that builds there. But if Ryan and and Yaz could have like built something together that way, we could have learned a little bit more about Yaz. That's a, actually I agree with you. That's a really good point, especially because then you get. I feel like that's a really good way to also set up backstory because we got a little bit of backstory but there were no moments you know when people are sitting there and they're having a a nice talk and it's kind of gets to where they start talking about their past or the way they start, start talking about something that they really went through and you and then you start to find out little bits about them they didn't really do that too much with yes yeah well and this is actually someone in the chat brings up uh she didn't have anything that needed development she's sort of more whole and untroubled than anyone else and they probably need to add more personal conflict. I think that's actually a sign of a weak character when you have someone who's kind of fine. 
and just like not not going on. What you need to do is you need to build up issues that are there. First episode, there's a lot of seeds that are planted. And I don't think they knew what seeds they were going to focus on. Because there was the seed of her and Ryan that's in the first episode. You do get that sense that that ship is going to happen. It's going to set sail. But there's also her need to kind of find her own way in the police department and feeling like she's not in the loop. There's a lot of things that she actually had some character development where she needed kind of more purpose in life than being just a traffic cop sort of feel to it. And they didn't really develop that either. It's just they I think they they have only a limited amount of resources and they've put it all on Graham and Ryan's relationship. And so that's why they kind of let Yaz kind of wither. You know, another thing to that point as well, I, I noticed in previous seasons with like Clara and with Amy and and uh, Rory, they would go back to their real life. Mm-hmm. And the doctor yeah. would constantly be coming back to what they were doing outside of just being with the doctor. They weren't traveling with them steadily. So you also got to see glimpses of that as well. And being pulled out of their regular life with this, they... They don't go home really, and except that would for have, once. That could have been a really cool way to to do what I was talking about without. Because I looked down and I saw the chat and said, "No romance," <laughs> um, and that's that, that's fine. Like I, I'm just a I'm just a romantic guy. I like my rom coms and I like it. my rom romance and my Doctor Who sometimes. But um, but playing off of but you get the same thing if it's the people in your home world and like how you're hiding this the tra- fact that you're traveling with the doctor or not depending on what season and which companions you're talking about in the past so we could have gotten that from them but you're right but these were the most like adventuring companions that we've had in a long time i actually think that maybe <laughs> i think there was a lot of talk about budget this season and how the budget has been kind of going crazy Huh. I think I remember of like that's that's a big reason why we might have this while we're having this big wait and everything and I I kept thinking I feel like one of the one of the reasons is because the writing isn't creating like a home base we're not even spending that much time in the TARDIS we haven't re- they haven't reused mm-hmm. sets ever ever yeah. I mean they probably reused uh, locations by like rebuilding sets and making it look like oh this was the spaceship and the Pating episode but either and way you're paying for a completely flipped yes. production and space you're not just like oh we're back in Yaz's apartment yeah. and we're gonna sh- we, that just that set lives we don't yeah. have to have construction people come in and redesign everything and art directors and blah, 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 blah. yeah it's a traveling it's show now and that's like it's an on the road show and that's that's tough that's tough for a budget often even though it's like i i don't think it's it strikes me as one of the higher budget seasons because i feel like there's seasons that are especially like the matt smith season was shot in a very cinematic way Mm -hmm. that i i remember feeling like it was a bit unusual like when they went to america it was big wide angle lenses they 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 spent their money in specific places in episodes (laughs) yeah um this one feels a bit more tv budget wise uh, as far as like production design, but it was still good. It was still a pretty good season, even if it missed its market at points. Yeah, and and that's the thing. So I, like overall this season, because like I, I feel like we could let's hold on. Let's put that one on hold for one second and talk about this episode, and then we'll, then we're going to talk about just like our thoughts on the the season as a whole. This episode, I like, I kind of want to know like what the more about the Ux. 
Like, that's a really interesting species that, yeah. like, there's only two of them, and they only exist on three planets, so I guess there's six of them. And now yeah, that they're... was confusing. The math of that was very confusing. Yeah, I was like, okay, wait, so there's two of them, but they exist on three planets. How does that work? And they're rare because the doctors never met them before? I get the sense that the they are connected to the planet. In a big way, the, the planet, which had, like, the ability to, like, affect people's brains, I think the planet was what gave them their, like telepathic ability. It's like a psychic planet. Yeah, exactly. So like it was it, it it's like that thing of like you're exposed to it for so long that eventually they evolved mm-hmm. into a into beings that could do this. Um I also want to like I want to know more about the Uxes. Like where do, when one dies, where does the next one come from? That's what I was going to ask. Are those this that's what I was wondering as well. Are those the same two? Do they just live forever? Is it always yeah. those Ux? They, they said all... it was there's always two. It's like it's like a Sith lord and an apprentice. Like do but they just like re Tim Shaw's been alive. There was that 3,407 years later. Yeah, that too. And it was the same ones, right? Yeah, it was the, the same, same ones. Ox. So they're all over three. They're they all said 3, that they lived for millions of years. Okay. Yeah, but what was weird, what was weird about that was when we first meet the Ux, she's like, you know what? 17 is old enough to, uh, to Delph, the younger of the Ux. So is that 17... <laughs> Years or is that seventeen thousand mi- years? Like, <laughs> what is is that seventeen hundred years? It's just weird because they've they say a number that we are going to assume is like oh he's seventeen years old, and then when it jumps to three thousand four hundred and seven, and she still looks like an older woman, and he still looks like a seventeen year old. It's, so how long has she been alive for? Yeah, before he was born, however they came love, about. I do love the doctor's line. Those last seven probably dragged for you. Yeah, yeah, for Tim <laughs> yeah. Shaw. I do like the fact that he was like kind of stuck on that planet for three thousand four hundred seventy years. But the question of the Ux, I felt like he was on life support. He was full Darth Vader mm-hmm. mode. Yeah, you know. So I kind of understood the Ux were very mysterious in that way, and they were kind of this mysterious oh there are these ancient uh earthbenders that can basically do anything and that's how we're going to tell our story and also with the planet i wanted to see more of the planet all you saw was dead rock where were they living what were they doing what were they doing was there any vegetation did they have a miniature town but like just something right this is a really interesting i i think they could be the ux could be really interesting i just need i want to know more chibnall give me more (laughs) um there's one little like maybe easter egg i want to throw out there crazy theory time and i don't even know what it would necessarily affect but the when when we send the planets back through like we get the little crystallized like condensed planets oh. and they pop back through we see we only see one like pop back into being mm-hmm. and it's a planet that appeared to have a red sky or red ocean of some kind it was red um still had clouds and everything so it's not wasn't like mars but you know what planet also has a red sky is gallifrey but Gallifrey has come back, isn't it back? Well, but this was this was peop, this was planets that that Tim Shaw had like crunched. Right. So I have nothing else except red to support this theory. But do you guys think that as if Tim Shaw knows anything about the Doctor and knows that she is Gallifreyan, is a Time Lord? Do you think he went after Gallifrey and somehow was able to to do that? It's I mean, definitely possible. It would be cool. I would. Like I don't if they even went know that what direction. that. I don't. Like I, I, I said, don't even know what that means because Gallifrey is like 
where Gallifrey is right now, its status update is so out there. I don't quite know where it is. Like, is it? Does it exist? Is it lost? Is it back? I I've lost track personally, and even though I am a I'm, fan, I'm fairly certain it exists. But they're but they're doing a decent job hiding, right. and the doctor I don't know why so doesn't want to go back. I would be more interested is in it brought back some sort of uh, like enemy of the doctor that now the doctor has to face. But I don't I don't know what that would be because I think unless it was like the Daleks or something. But I feel like that planet's still around too because we've we've visited that too. Scarrow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I'm also curious because they did mention that in taking those planets and putting them... Okay, first of all, I'm sorry. I've got one little beef and I've just got to get this out off my chest because it's been driving me crazy the whole episode. Beef it up. When she's carrying around that crystal thing with the planet in it, when she's trying to figure out what it is, it's the object, it just looked like clear plastic to me. It was supposed to be dense, but it was light. And I was like, she's just carrying around a cheap piece of plastic. I didn't believe it at all. Okay, rant over. Yeah, so, it wasn't the best production <laughs> I was a little yeah. bit annoyed with that. I was like, hmm. Um, they the, also the, mentioned... The snitch of it, it was kind of cool. I like yeah. that, especially once yeah, we found, cool. found out what it was in there. Yeah. I was like, oh, now I get it. It's yeah. like vibrating because it's unstable, yeah. like condensed planetoid. So they, when they mention that, though, when the planet goes into that crystal and it's, you know, this condensed tiny planet, they talk about it. Um, Tim Shaw committing genocide. When the planet is popped back out, are the people still there? They didn't really go into that. They didn't go, I just... They didn't. I also, they also... I, did we... Did they obliterate, like, a, a third of the Earth with, with that red yeah. ray? Did anybody... Uh, I'm assuming knows? no. <laughs> but what What was it doing while it was, like, spreading that? I have questions. <laughs> Who knows? And, and this is another thing where, like, the people of London are like, oh my god, aliens are here! <laughs> and then the next day, like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. We have never had an alien <laughs> on this planet once. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Yeah. yeah. I always love when they do that. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it was just making the sky, like, a little red or something. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, it's for, as for where right. where Galifer is, like Timely Rose, I see in the chat is like, or Andre Drew's like, isn't it a pocket dimension? Timely Rose is like, is it, it's still in the painting? It's not. We broke it out of there like did two we? seasons ago. <laughs> yeah. we did because we because we went right? there with the general, like the bald right. general from the fiftieth, who like who uh, oh, who turned into a woman and like that that character that was like said that that was basically established like, oh, we're gonna do a female doctor next. Yeah, Let's get yeah, ready yeah. for that. Um, that was on Gallifrey. Like Gallifrey is out there. It's not. It got burst out of like from its from its other pocket dimension. Pocket dimension. It, I don't I'm know. I'm pretty man. sure. What, I'm glad to see I'm not alone <laughs> on like the the path the, where Gallifrey is on the GPS right now. It's just a question of like I'm pretty sure the Doctor like last time we established knows how to get there, but right. but we, like why isn't she going that's why i'm like if it came back from the little chrysalis it was in i would be like okay now it's back it doesn't it's you can't use it as stakes anymore in my opinion because it it's been used and unused so so often that i'm like kind of done with gallifrey so i mean i and by the way i think that's why tim shaw was like kind of a hit or miss with me but I do like the idea of creating a season that really exists on its own. There was nothing in the season besides the TARDIS and the the Sonic screwdriver and the Doctor herself that like is from another season. 
And I kind of yeah. like that, to be honest. I get why they did that. I understand why. Um, but let's but let's let's talk about this season as a whole. So mm-hmm. you like that about it, Zia? What did you think? Did you do you enjoy that like more standalone idea? No, because I'm too obsessed with the rest of the seasons of Doctor Who, and I loved so much what they did in some of those earlier seasons. I love the Eccleston season. Also, I don't care what anyone says. I thought it was a great oh, season. And um, going into season two, three, I, all the way up to I think it was season seven was so like mind-blowingly amazing to me and I just I just want some more of that back. And I feel like I'm not getting it. And there were things I liked about this season quite a bit. There were, there were there were some episodes that I thought were really cool. Um I just I and I also kind of miss the doctor companion um relationship that we don't have in this one. <laughs> I can see that. I, you know, I just I mean, I I like the ensemble and I kind of felt like Moffat Kind of, there was points where he would bring uh, this character from deep, deep Doctor Who and treat it like a reveal. And I would watch it as someone who started watching at Eccleson and uh, has continued watching. So I, I'm pretty well versed in my Doctor Who kind of uh, notebook. <laughs> but. <laughs> There was still a couple of characters that he would bring out that he would treat as like, oh, no, it's this guy. <laughs> and I would be like, I don't know who that is. Because <laughs> I'm still... not a – like, it's it's not deep into it. But for – I don't know. For me, that was always handled in, a, in an interesting way where I was like, okay, I don't recognize this guy, but the doctor does, so I'm going to roll with it mm-hmm. um, by and large. Right. Um, I was still able to enjoy that even when I didn't get the references because it was from an. A I classic guess the, the one specific know. one I'm thinking of is, and I forget his name, so all these Doctor Who fans are going to yell at me. But the the uh, Master of the Daleks, who was in that like, oh. war episode, oh, um, um, with the thing. Yeah, you're oh talking <laughs> uh, Dalek sect. Or, no, no, no. Dalek Sect is the Dalek Sect is the the from no. the Manhattan episode That's where okay. like we he hybridized the, the two yeah. of them. But the first scene of that was like he said his name, and then there was like um, the you're, dun, talking, dun, dun, you're dun, talking about dun, Davros. Yes, Davros. It said like my name is Davros. Dun, 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 dun. And it wasn't like a. It was supposed to be a name we'd go, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but for me, it's just I'm not that I'm not that deep into the who. So it was yeah. like. And that was Davies was who, who brought yeah, Davros Davies, back. Yeah, was Davies. Um, it's actually Moffat. Davies was like, is even worse at that than, than Moffat was. That's true. Yeah. But like, uh, I and so I kind of appreciate an ep- the season that stood alone. You just have to make, again, it's like the episodic thing. If you bring in a character, it has to be an amazing character, and because you're adding it to the lore, and especially if you bookend it. And Tim Shaw, guy with teeth covering his face, and his name is Tim Shaw. <laughs> Sorry, was a great gag. It hurts him as a recurring villain. Yeah, yeah, and he good just... design with a mask on though. He, yeah. yeah, as soon as the mask comes off and he says his name is Tim Shaw, I'm out. He just yeah. wasn't. He just wasn't menacing either. Although I did, I do have to say just one more thing that I loved really quickly um, was when Graham shot him in the foot. <laughs> and Ryan was like, dude, you shot him. And Graham was like, what? Only in the foot. Yeah. Just in the foot. Don't tell the doctor. She's going to be pissed. <laughs> I feel like she'd be cool with shooting in the foot. That's yeah, how. Right? That's called right. using your weapon to disarm somebody. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I liked yeah. that little moment. I mean, that Graham, made me laugh. Graham was 
the star of the season. I felt he, he was, was like he he was so good, and his delivery of every single one of his lines was awesome. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. he was fantastic. I and like. But with that, like with the, I think how I think that why I think the doctor would be totally cool with shooting him in the foot. I love that the doctor was all about explosives in this. Like yeah. I don't want to kill anyone, but if it's going to take down a building and something they can re- they can like put back together, I'm totally fine with it. Again, <laughs> this is the Ferris Bueller doctor, like yeah. totally up for mischief. Let's cause some mayhem. Let's ruin this parade. But also, let's just like be cool to each other. I also love that <laughs> she's like. Wing it. Don't quote it back to me. My rules change all the time. Yeah. And I thought that was a great move, yeah. too. Especially since we just saw a whole episode with them shooting up sniper bots like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, we, we there's some absolutely some, some news we're going to talk about. And we yeah. have to do uh, some predictions because we're going to have another episode in three weeks. So, like, finale, yeah. quote, unquote. Um, I did a physical like action for a podcast. You said, then you said, quote, unquote. Finale. Yeah. Um, so, but let's real quick do some who's who on who. I really want to know. Should we just change our soundbite trigger for this? I mean, I enjoy singing It's the last it episode. I don't know time. why I'm like, we should change the soundbite. And every anyway, time you start, I have um, to join in. There's only, there's only two people that I really want to shout out in this episode. Um, Jamie Childs, uh, who, direct, who directed. I was going to say, is he your brother? Are you guys related? <laughs> no, everyone thinks I have the S at the end of my name. I don't. You're just one child. So he this has is, many children. This is the cousins we don't talk about. <laughs> uh, directed a bunch of episodes this season, including The Woman Who Fell to Earth, the premiere, okay. um, as well as that It Takes You sense. Away uh, last week, and The Demons of Punjab. Oh! Um, same, so four episodes out of the ten this season went to Jamie. Um, this was, episode was written by Chris Chibnall. Um, you might know who that guy is. Yeah, uh, by now. Uh, and then the, the, uh, uh, the obviously the big uh, actor in this episode was Mark Addy, um, who played um, uh, Paul, Paul, Paul Tracky. Paltraki. If you don't recognize him, uh, go back to season one of Game of Thrones because that is Mr. Robert Baratheon. Oh my god, he looks so familiar. Isn't he also Fred Flintstone? Am I crazy from Uh, the Flintstones? From the second (laughs) Flintstones after John Goodman left. Yes, yes he (laughs) is. Wow, Zia. I didn't even have that one on my list of things to shout out about. But yes, he did play Fred Flintstone in the Flintstones Viva Rock (laughs) Vegas. I don't know. I feel kind of ashamed that I know that. No, it's totally Fine. Um, you've seen you've seen Mark Addy in a, tons of oh, things. He's a character actor. He's he's been in his, his list of stuff is is ever going. Um, and this is his first appearance on Doctor Who. Uh, well, there's also Downton Abbey fans would recognize uh, Paul Trolley, and I'm bringing up who she is. But she was uh, she was in uh, Mrs. Hughes in in, uh, in Downton Abbey. Yes, Phyllis Logan was Mrs. Hughes in Downton Abbey. So it was like a lot of Downton Abbey like crossovers in this in this Maybe uh, I should season. watch that show. Oh, yes, you should. I should. Oh, okay. Oh, it's good. <laughs> um, but I wanted to keep that one brief because we've got to talk about some news. Some big, big news dropping on us. Um, in case you guys didn't see, uh, the BBC announced today... I think it was today, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was today. Um, that the next season of Doctor Who 
will not come until 2020. Boo. Crazy. Boo! Boo! An entire year. There were a ton of rumors going around about, but but they did also confirm that Jody will be back. But I'd for already, that season, I, do, I thought I'd read in previous news stories that she was going to be back for at least one more season, and then after that, they're not sure. It's all rumor. Uh, right. Um, this is them officially saying we're doing another season. It's not going to be for another year because we're like. <sighs> Basically, Chibnall is saying that production takes too long, and part of part of that is what happens when you don't have consistent sets, and you have to build new things every week. Production does take longer; like that yeah. extends the entire shoot. Um, so, and and the like, the rumors are that this was a major problem for the BBC, and why there was a threat of Chibnall and Jody leaving in the first place was that BBC was BBC is as frustrated by that as. The fans are like yeah. they want the new season next year, like we do. Chibnall is trying to protect his creative, and it's it, it's a balance that 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 somebody has to strike. And it, it's the it's the tough, it's the hard, the the more intense you make the show, the bigger swings you take, the longer it's going to take to make it make it good. It's like Game of Thrones. How long have we had to wait right. for this last season? It's the fast, easy, cheap triangle. You can't get all three. Yeah. I don't think it's that. It's We're not asking for it fast. What we're asking for, I'm really against it because I feel like they could have at least done a special midway through the year. They could announce that, that we're going to have like a two-hour episode midway through the year and write something really cool there that's just kind of a made-for-TV movie. Maybe. I think that would have like helped people. Waiting until 2020, I think that's dangerous, especially after they've had just another up in all the ratings this season. Yeah. We will get one episode in 2019 because oh. New Year's Day is technically in 2019. Um, and speaking of that episode, I'm sorry, Steve, in the booth. Uh, real quick predictions. It's our last episode. <laughs> right. And now, you're after Except when we come back in three weeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Um, or four because of the holiday break, even the studio's closed. Right, right. right. Um, so we did get a little teaser of this episode, and again, they've teased, they've like hinted at like someone that we know. Yeah, um, it was about ten seconds long. It's gonna be Tim Shaw again, isn't it? <laughs> um, no, uh, but no, I I, the way it. that it was set up, it, it they did talk about like someone from the past. It also sounds like uh, you're bringing back the most dangerous force. Which will just destroy people in its wake and never stop. It's that so which, they, we, they hint at the DNA of the most dangerous creature in the in the universe. Which I can only think of one thing. It's the Daleks. Yeah, it's got it. Like it has to be the Daleks. It's how Chibnall was able to say there's no returning villains in this season because yeah. there is none in this season. But and it is this is it the season. It's the special. Right. So I think we're getting Daleks. That's my prediction. I think it's about time for some Daleks. Yeah, yeah I would love Jody to for Jody to deal with some Daleks. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you didn't get a chance to see this this preview. But any predictions for the for the New Year's Day special? You know what I would like to see. I would maybe not a prediction, but I would just like to see I talking about the dark side, her coming up against the Daleks, and maybe seeing a little bit of that dark side come yes. out. I think that that would be nice. You don't have to necessarily talk, talk about it as the dark side, just the intense side. The intense side, yeah. Just just a little bit of intensity it's there. It's a storm 
like underneath everything. That's how it's always yeah. referred to the the oncoming storm. I yeah. want to see Jody's oncoming storm. Yes. Uh, I, and want I know her... she can do it. She yeah. did it in Broadchurch, and she did oh, it very yeah. well. I'm looking forward to her having that moment. I, I I have faith that she will. Faith. Bring it back to the theme that we were talking about earlier. Hey. Yes. I have faith that uh, she will. I have faith that this season will, uh, uh, especially with the finale, be looked back as good, uh, even great. Like yeah. there's so many great episodes in this season. Demons even if of it's Punjab whole... was like one of my favorite episodes of Doctor Who. Yeah. So even if it wasn't as a whole our favorite, it was still really good, and uh, I'm looking forward to more from Jodie and Chibnall next season, and also in three weeks. Yeah. Um, so, guys, that's going to do it for this "quote unquote" season of Doctor Who here at AfterBuzz TV. I have been your host, Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Uh, check me out uh, on our sister network, The Popcorn Talk, where I am uh, uh, the host of Marvel Movie News, where we break down everything Marvel. And this week, we're talking about the new Avengers. Uh, Endgame trailer. Uh, we're going to break that down and everything that it means. Uh, and also check out my, my own podcast, Ships in the Night, where we take ships from different universes and uh, we discuss whether or not they uh, they should they would work together. This <laughs> week we try to find love for Yoda and do Thanos and the Grimace have a future? Find out. I thought they were brothers. <laughs> I- <laughs> I'm Dave Child. You can find me at MRDaveChild on Twitter or DaveChild.com because I'm Dave Child. And keep track of our Twitters because I'm sure that's where we're going to announce when we're going to come back for that New Year's yes, special. Yes, exactly. Yes. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. Also, right after this, starting in just a few moments, I'll be on Marvel TV Weekly where I have been instructed to not watch the Avengers um, trailer. So I'm going to watch it and give my reaction on the show right after this for the first time. Alright guys, stay tuned to our Twitter and follow at AfterBuzzTV for updates on when we will be uh, doing the the wrap-up for the Doctor Who New Year's Day special. It won't be that night, but we will do it within uh, hopefully a week of it airing uh and so until then this has been the doctor who after show thanks for geeking out with us our founder kevin undergaro phil Tech, and me maria menunos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite tv shows Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.